0: everyone today is october 2nd 2021 and this is the dual assessment your podcast for Gi Oh dual links my name is green ranger um it's a holiday in dual links it's a new world release arc v arc 5 whatever it's called has dropped this week and pretty much what happens every time this year is they flood us with a ton of things so um You know, I could do like pretty much three podcasts worth of news content updates um, just to cover everything. But I'm going to bleed it through. And this week I'll address different things that are going on in the game. Card trader update, forbidden and limited list update, which is due October 13th to 16th. So we still have like a full week without this ban list going into place. Skill balance update, that's more important, I think. Um, And cover some new cards in the selection box. Super Mini Volume 1, that's a new one, and the new Structured Deck Magician's Arc. What I won't talk about in this particular is the new box, Pendulum Genesis, or the characters. We got four characters for Arc V, um, we got Yuya Sasaki. we got Gongstrong, we got Zuzu Boyle, we got Silvio Sawatori. I'm not gonna talk about their cards because I think that that caters better into uh, like leveling them up and stuff like that. But for now, I think if you're if you're trying to level up someone, I think Zuzu Boyle is a safe choice to get to level thirty because her level thirty card looks pretty good, and um. Their cards kind of go along with what the box gives you, so it might be better to to loop those topics together. And yeah, there's just a ton going on. It's a great time to get into pendulum summoning, playing the game. It's a fun time. This is like the best time when the game was going stale with the bad meta. I mean, the, the meta that we were just in forever. And now there's a whole refresh. So, this is a very exciting time. I'm very happy playing Duel Links currently. So this week in Dual World, like I said, I'm just learning to play Pendulum Summoning. I have like an auto dual pendulum deck. So, you know, with the event going on, you, you have to do pendulum summoning. And it helps towards the overall cause. So, you know, it helps you build the deck. Helps you learn how to play the game and things like that. I think I ended last season in Legend 1. That's kind of like my standard now. If I don't feel like pushing it to King of games. And really, you know, between auto-dueling, leveling up my characters. I've just been trying to digest all the new cards and the new changes in the game. Preparing stuff for this podcast, honestly, takes up a bit of time. So, Um, yeah, just been... Doing podcast stuff, and I'm gonna get some stuff ready for the next episode. I have to check out the new box and new characters and all that stuff. So there's a lot of duelist content, and it's great. Like I, I love that we're in this new pendulum world. Um. All right. So this week I'm gonna gloss. I'm not gonna discuss esports this week. the The reason being, the nerfs just came along. So. Everything we know is kind of shot. I think Automat and Thunder Dragons are not going to be Tier 1 anymore. Um, we got new cards going. There's going to be new decks all over. Like, I think they're going to have... Uh, Dueling's Meta is going to have their MCS today, and they'll help Steer us in the beginning direction, but I don't think it's going to Steer us a ton. Like, you could see Melodious, for all you know, being in, in that, in that uh, tournament, so... I have no idea what the tier list is going to look like, the power rankings, so there's no point in really discussing it. And really, at this point, it's a free-for-all. Any deck can be pretty good. So, in the game, various things are going on. We have the Gift Festival. This is a new thing. I'm not sure if they've reduced the number of rewards we got, but the Gift Festival gives you like a box with like a four-hour timer, and... The amount of duels you do reduces what you get in the box. Sometimes they let you do like a double. So you could double the gems or double the uh, skill chips in it. So different things. It's a new reward system in addition to the drop rewards. I don't know if this means they took away gems from the uh, dual assessment drop rewards. But um, right now there's this gift festival. The Pendulum Summoning Challenge. So every pve game like auto duel game with the world they give you the stargazer and the time gazer magician set in your back row so this lets you pendulum summon monsters from levels two to seven so you have to do at least five pendulum summons to get 10 gems and then there's like a whole everyone in duel combining their pendulum summoning and we'll get um Combined rewards. Which I think we should hit. With the popularity of this game. And people building decks to auto duel. And things like that. So this Pendulum Summoning Challenge is happening. We have half gem boxes. So this has been expanded. Up to uh, box 21 I believe. So that was the Curse of Dread box. I believe anything from Curse of Dread. And before. is Is 25 gems a pack. So really if you're. Trying to get like a three of of some really good card, like a Sphere Kribo. Now's the time to do it. Floodgate um, just got limited, so I don't know if that's a card you want to chase, but Sphere Kribo is definitely one you should. And any other you know very good card that is in any box before that, it could be now. Now's the time to get it because they gave us all these gems. We have gems from uh, character level ups and things like that, so now is the time and speaking of gems there's a survey regarding general gameplay you get 50 gems for doing this they kind of do this uh infrequently maybe twice a year so make sure you complete that survey and tell them everything about um about uh gems and things I i mean about the game itself so i'm gonna start this week with the card trader update for some reason uh, I know it's kind of weird to, to begin with the card trader update because that's kind of like um, least important news because um, they don't really give us good cards in the card trader update and I know I know but I felt I, I felt like lumping it in here so there's a new R rarity card called Dragong um, it's not very it's not very interesting at all <laughs> um, as is these cards so it's a Level four Earth Machine Pendulum, five hundred attack, twenty one hundred defense. Pendulum scale of seven, and that's all it is. The flavor text says this gong harbors the soul of an untamed dragon. It soars through the skies with an incredible roar, marshaling all those who who hear its call to battle. So, basically, just a regular four star, five hundred twenty one hundred, being a normal monster you can kind of do those normal monster things. No one really uses that spell um order to charge anymore, but you know, any normal monster thing. White elephants gift, another card that's eligible for this card. But really what this is, is it's a free um free monster that is Pendulum Scale 7. They already gave us Stargazer and Time Gazer, which is one to eight. That kind of defeats the purpose of this card, but This is a, like, any card that has a pendulum scale that's really high or really low has some value in building a deck. Like, you could just be missing some high pendulum scale cards, and this can just fill the void. So, really, that's all it is. You know, in the past, a card like this being 4 stars and over 2,000 defense was worth something, but um, at this point in Duel Links, it's not uh, just a a very budget uh, scale 7 card. Alright, let's get to the Forbidden and Limited List update. This is what we've been waiting for since Anumat and Thunder Dragons have been super good. And let's start with the Forbidden and Limited List update. This is live October 13th, which is still a bit of time. We got 11 days. So if you're trying to play uh, Ranked Duels, you may want to hold off until this actually goes live. (laughs) Because you're going to see these people playing their decks for the last time i guess that's that's one way to emphasize for them to give some empathy and um you know people are trying to play cyber dragon for the last time or whatever so you know it is what it is so limited one there's a new card on limited one perform a pal call this card's from infernity destruction um when an opponent's monster declares a direct attack, target that attacking monster negate the attack. If you do, add two Performant Pal monsters from your deck to your hand, whose total defense is less than or equal to the attack of the targeted monster. Until the end of the next turn, after this card resolves, you cannot special summon monsters from the extra deck. This is a little stall card for, for Performant Pals. We got some previously from this box, I guess, but with Yuya Sasaki being in the game, we're going to get even more. And there's just a huge archetype. Like there's like a million cards in that archetype. And this is a very good stall card. Stall and card advantage, you could draw two cards. Um, so this is, you know, a preemptive nerf, preventing performer pals from being too good, which they're not. And, you know, there's nothing this card does this nerf doesn't really hurt. I don't think it offends anyone. No one really is like on the Performer Pals train. So, um yeah, just a preemptive... Limit to prevent that archetype from being too good. Next up is limited two, and this is where you get into the teeth of meta cards. First one, Cyber Load Fusion, core card for Cyber Dragons, fusing stuff. Um, you know this this plays right into their wheelhouse because they were hard hitting, fast hitting uh Chimera Tech over dragon for sure um, coming onto the board quick play fusions are very good they help kind of protect their own monsters too sometimes um so we're going to have two cards from Cyber Dragons on limited 2 that's Cybernetic Overflow and Cybernetic Fusion Support um this card being limit 2 you could kind of substitute cards Fusion Gate Overload Fusion but they're not the same they're they're not the same speed without the quick play. They banish stuff. Overload fusion banishes. Fusion gate banishes. And with those cards banished, you're not going to be able to make up um, new pieces from the deck or hand. So not having this quick play really hurts. Um, this should contribute. This is not all that's happening to Cyber Dragons. There's two things happening with Cyber Dragons. So this should kill Cyber Dragons, I think. Like This card, you're losing... You can only run one of. You're gonna lose Cybernetic Overflow, Cybernetic Fusion Support, or this card. I don't think if I think if you're still playing Cyber Dragons, you're gonna keep at least one Cyberload Fusion, but I could be wrong. Um, Cybernetic Fusion Support is a card that helps you lose um, life. Um, well, now that I think about it, Cyberload Fusion could be dropped maybe because of the nerf that's happening to skill. But overall, it just contributes to the obvious demise of Cyber Dragons. Now, Harpies, Elegant Egotist, got hit on Limited 2. And this is just to hit into good Limited 2 back row like Treacherous Trap Hole. Harpies are fairly synonymous with Treacherous Trap Hole. That's really the only trap card they use if they're not using their own trap card. And. If you're not playing the Fat Harpies, if you're playing the 20-card Harpies, then you're playing Treacherous. And this reduces the consistency of Treacherous Trap Hole. Like you have to run one Elegant Egotist. So you're probably run one of those and one Treacherous. Um, it's because you you could only... Like, some, some early Harpy decks were just running one Elegant Egotist because they got tutored by the Perfumer. So having just one isn't the biggest deal at all. Like, they... They could Cosmic Cyclone, and that's the end of it, but um, you're going to want to run um, Harpy Oracle, because Harpy Oracle recycles spells. So you could play her, and then you could get your Elegant Egotist back. So this is not a huge deal overall. It just limits the consistency of Treacherous Trap Hole. Harpies could be the main uh, meta deck right now, as it stands with all these nerfs. All of the um, tournaments typically play with the nerfs live, so... Um harpies could be held in check a little bit, but this isn't like a huge hit against them. Now Luf Lupine is also on the limited two, and this is a mainly a target against um Thunder Dragons, because they were like pretty much the number two deck in the meta. And Thunder Dragons are very like hodgepodge, so they could They could get around it, sure, but they already have two other cards, Unlimited too, Charge of Light Brigade and Gold Sarcophagus. So, again, it's like Cyber Dragons are getting um, forced to pick between two of three cards. This is a huge consistency nerf for Thunder Dragons. But, you know, like I never count that deck out. They just have so many ways of doing it. And there's a lot of ways to mill cards, so I don't think this is the end for them, but it is a nerf. Now, Metaphys is hit with this nerf, because they pretty much were the first deck to use the Lupine, and I'm all for this because I completely hate the deck. I don't know why Metaphys exists, I just want it to burn in the ground, and um, (laughs) this this, this definitely contributes to that. Alright, limited 3 we have Floodgate, so... Limited 3 is rarely used in Duel Links. And I remember Cosmic Cyclone was the first uh, Limited 3. So now we have another very good back row being put on Limited 3. And I don't think this is a big deal at all. Like, we have tons of good control back row. Book of Moon, Paleo, Canada, Canadia. Being at least two of them. One could say uh, Void Trap Hole does a similar job. Now, Floodgate is more of a stall card because you, the whole goal of Floodgate is so that they can't flip up again. So you're trying to clog their board. And that kind of strategy is a little scummy in my opinion. But I don't know. Um, It's more of a nerf against those decks. Like, you know, big trap decks can cover this loss. They have all those other... There's a lot of good trap cards. Like Jelly Cannon, I think. Um I don't even remember what Jelly Cannon does. It 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 bounces a card to the deck, I think. Jelly Cannon when a monster declares an attack, target one monster shuffle to the deck. Yeah, so the this card, it's not the same cuz it's just for attacking. It's a battle phase trap, sure, but there's a lot of good um control traps that just um that make this loss not huge. All right, so there's two cards that are no longer banned. That's Amazonas Onslaught and Secret Pass to the Treasures. Um, I'm fine with this. Amazonas have proven not to be meta after being released in their full form, so they're being put back. They they were really annoying back in the day, so um, it's something to look out for, but um. Cosmic Cyclone still exists, so you could kind of like get rid of Onslaught and prevent any damage from happening. Um, if In case Amazonist becomes meta, you could just start taking in Cosmic Cyclone. And uh, Secret Pass to the Treasures has been unlimited. It was previously Limit 1, but I don't remember why. There must have been some kind of broken interaction, but it seems fine now. And it doesn't even affect farming, because farming decks just use 1 anyway. All right, let's get to the skill balance updates. There's quite a few skill balance updates. All right, so Malicious Hero is the first skill. It's getting strengthened. Um, So this one's interesting because it's just depending on the new card that's coming. So it's strengthened with the new card that we don't have right now. But by the time they... um, Change the skill, we will have the new card. So, basically the change going on is it gets gets deeper. If you have Supreme King's Castle on the board, let's see what happens. You can return one evil hero, Malicious Edge to your hand, add one level 6 fiend monster to your hand or deck. If it's an evil hero, you can add it to your hand regardless of level, so you could tutor any evil hero monster. Or... Return a fiend whose total level equals seven or more to your deck. Add a evil hero malicious edge from your hand to deck. So basically, exchange malicious edge for fiend or exchange fiend for uh, malicious edge. And this lets you tutor any high level fiend monster. So, this gives the evil hero some kind of toolbox ability with powerful. Fiend Monsters and Evil Hero. So you could kind of run other fiends, kind of like how a um, Resonator deck was doing it. In a way this consistency is very good for the deck. Being able to switch out either card depending on the board state or hand state but it is a little situational because it does require the field spell to being on the board. So I'm not sure if um, Supreme King Jaden comes with a skill that makes the Supreme King Castle already on the board. In that case, this becomes pretty good, but then you can't run two skills at the same time, right? So, there's a little bit of a balance there. Um, the consistency uh, boost of this skill is helped by the fact that you have to have that field spell. So, it's not too powerful. Alright, Zexel weapon is being changed. And basically all that it is, is if you remember Zexal Weapon, is if you have 2,000 life points or less, you become a new character. Like you change a Jaden, not Jaden, Yuma and Astral into um, into Zexal. And you get like a free ZW card. So you add C39 Utopia Ray to extra deck. And then you change the top card of your deck into a ZW monster. Currently, they have six ZW monsters, and you're going to get more RNG. Like they're going to give better choices, I'm assuming. So This is not a meta skill by any means, but it's fun. Like, you could just get random ZW cards, and they work pretty well with the Utopia monsters. So it's kind of like a comeback skill, and you never know what you're going to get. And now it's more RNG. All right, Galaxy Photon. This one's a little weird, what's happening in Galaxy Photon. Return one galaxy monster or photon monster uh, to your deck from your hand and add a galaxy spell or trap or photon spell or trap. This skill can only be used if you begin a duel with a deck that contains no monsters other than light monsters and number monsters. This skill can only be used once per duel. So what's going on here? It says The the effect is the same. You're going to try to tutor. Galaxy Cyclone with this card. Um, But you have to begin a duel with. No monsters. Other than light. And number. The And is is the operator here right. So. Do they have to be light. And number. Or just light or number. So I think it's light. Hmm. Because if it, if they just allow number monsters, they don't have to be light. That's a huge buff because they can get Malevolent Sin and Abyss Dweller. Those are is Abyss Dweller a number monster? Shoot, uh, Malevolent Sin definitely is, but I don't think Abyss Dweller is. Abyss Dweller is not a number monster. So basically, just Malevolent Sin comes into play here. It's level it's rank four, so works pretty good. This is a good question. Like I don't know I don't know like previously it was just light monsters, but now it's light and number monsters. So is this a buff or a nerf? I can't really tell. Um if anyone has a thought on Galaxy Photon, please uh hit me up on Twitter and ask me, and tell me tell me what's going on here. Um duel Links meta says the restriction has been increased to include number monsters, so possibly light and number. I'm very confused. Asshole of Machines. This one doesn't mean much. Return one Mechlord monster in your hand to its owner's deck and add a Mechlord Fortress to your hand from outside the deck. This can be used once per turn, twice per duel. So basically... You don't have to return a Mechlord Emperor instead of a Mech Lord, sure. Um, I don't. I've never even seen this skill played. I don't think I will. Onomata play. This is what we've been waiting for. The skill got nerfed three times. Can be used on turn three and onwards, that's the first change. It can't be used on turn one, so basically the Anima player skips the first turn. That's kind of big return zubaba gagaga gogogo or dododo um from your hand to your deck and add one of the same uh, of those four types monsters from your hand to your deck The skill will only activate if you begin a duel with a deck that um contains 12 or more zubaba gagaga gogogo or dododo monsters so previously they ran like like 6 or 7 monsters i think so this doubles the amount of monsters and makes it so that more than half of the deck is monsters because they're a 20-card deck and they ran a lot of spells. So um, this is something. And this is the kicker. Your deck contains two or more Z- Utopia Exes monsters and does not contain any rank 5 or higher monsters except for Numbers and ZWs. So the whole strength of the Anima deck was playing rank 6 Photon Strike Bouncer, rank 6 Constellar, Pathalemie, M7. So those cards are gone. Like they're banned from Anamana play. So this kills the soul of the deck if you don't have those two rank 6 cards. Like what's the point of playing Anamana, right? So they're basically streamlining it towards Utopia and ZW more of a character archetype of human astral instead of just being this powerhouse rank four and rank six decks so the rank six has been dropped this really hurts cyber style another skill that kind of got crushed here can be used only once if your life points are at 2000 or below For every 1,000 life points lost below 4,000, play a Cyber Dragon with 0 attack from your hand or deck to the field. So That's one change, right? Cyber Dragon comes from your deck. You're not making a proto-Cyber Dragon. So you're basically, you have to have Cyber Dragon, not in the graveyard, but in your hand or deck, and then it loses 2,100 attack. You can only special summon Cyber and Dragon until the end of your opponent's next turn. So no Chimera Tech Over Dragon. No really big guy. You're left with Cyber and Dragon. Which is a 4000 attack. Uh, piercer. So that's really the only way out. And Cyber Dragon play. The skill cannot be attributed. Except for using for fusion. It can't attack either. A zero attack. So yeah. You lose those Cyber Proto Dragons. They're gone. And then you can only make Cyber and Dragons. So chimera tech overdragon really gets hit here it can't be used this is the end of cyber dragon I think sure you could still win with the cyber and dragon it pierces for four thousand which is something but there's so many ways to counter that card compared to the chimera Tech because any back row can counter cyber and dragon But chimera tech overdragon does all these things it hits the back row it hits three times it mills the deck does so many different things and this hurts more than that limit two nerf on the fusion spell in my opinion. Alright, so two very similar skills got hit. Uh these um these are Demon's Resonance for Red Dragon Archfiend and Dragon Knight's Path for Gaia. So the the Demon's Resonance Um you have to return a resonator monster from your hand to your deck, add a level 4 lower monster from your deck to your hand. That's typically the Wandering King Wildwind. And then, um, these are the following conditions you have to follow. Deck contains 8 or more Resonator cards in your deck. Contains any monsters other than Dragons and Fiends. And your extra deck contains Red Dragon, Archfiend, and Red Nova Dragon. that can not contain any monsters other than Dark Dragons or Fiend Synchros. So... You have to run at least 8 Resonator cards to return a Resonator monster. The optimal build, you ran 5 Resonators and 3 Resonators calls. So it's a consistency hit right there in that you have to return a monster instead of the Resonator call. So think about it, 5 out of 8, that's like 67%. So it's still pretty good odds, but there's there's that 33% chance... My math is off, but 62%, sorry. There's like a you know, like a 38% chance you don't have the right card. And then the deck's limited to Fiends and Dragons, so no more Obelisk the Tormentor in, um, in Red Dragon Archfiend, which is kind of funny. And there was that hybrid Thunder Dragon version that we saw in the KC Cup that they put the kibosh right there on that because Thunder Dragons are all Thunder-type, and they can't be run here. And then the last change is you have to run Red Dragon Archfiend or Red Nova Dragon into the extra deck, and that was a card that we saw get cut. Like we saw Red Dragon Archfiend get cut straight up, and they have all these um. Uh, dark dragons instead. Like it was just full of dark dragons and one um, red heart, red hot Archfiend Bane. So now you have to run both of them. So this is a lot of nerfs into one skill and got and not Gaia and red dragon archfiend was always a very like it was always meta but wasn't the best so um this does keep in check now the Gaia skill also got changed um the dragon knight's path uh the first part is the same you return one monster from the hand oh that's that's different you return one monster in your hand to your deck place Gallop and Gaia that's a change. Skill only activate if you begin a duel with 8 or more Guy of the Fierce Knight Monsters or level 5 Dragon Monsters. So I think they ran less than that. They didn't have a ton of Monsters in the deck. So you're building a less optimal deck in that way. So the difference is you have to return a Monster um, instead of just any card. I think that's the difference. So they have to run more Monsters into the deck and that hurts the deck. In what it looked like so the the deck basically changed i think this is less of a nerf than what happened to resonators but resonators are always a little bit better than the gaia deck in my opinion there are more ways to counter the gaia deck than the resonator deck that delta excel so really the difference here is that you have to return a tg card from your hand to your deck to play TG Recipro Dragonfly, which was part of the Midway there. And really, this is a hit on TG because they ran a lot of random cards. They ran Raiden, Hand of Light, Sworn, and Miscellaneous Saurius with the TG Monsters. So they have to have more TG consistency to build the deck. And having those other. Non TG cards like, and then they also had like a lot of LA Zoic cards. They had um, dinosaur things. What's that trap card that they had? Survivals End, for example. So dinosaurs, fossil Dig, survivals end, miscellaneousaurus, Raiden Hand of Lightsworn. Lots of non TG cards that is getting hit with their consistency now. Alright, Endless Trap Hell no longer endless can be used when you have 3 trap cards in your graveyard add a random trap to your hand from the graveyard add and return one card from your deck to your hand. The skill can only be used once per duel instead of <laughs> once per turn. So there's no more there's no longer any advantage in this skill. Previously, you drew one from the graveyard and you returned two to the deck. Now you draw one from the graveyard and you have to give up a card in your hand. So there's no longer any card advantage here. And I'm all for this. This skill was never fun to play against. I never saw it as any strategy. It speeds up the game. Get Odeon out of here. We don't need this garbage in Duel That's That's all I have to say about almost Trap Hell. It. It's garbage. And Hero Flash. I don't really get the difference in this skill, but um I think you have to have hero monsters, so this skill can only be used if you begin the duel with a deck that has four more hero normal monsters with a different name in your deck and contains no monsters other than hero monsters. I've never seen this skill played, frankly. Um Yeah, I didn't I never saw it played. <laughs> so these are the changes coming to the game. I think it's what we asked for primarily like it's it's a huge list. It's not just any simple nerf that they threw together. They did. The last few skills were just really ineffective. I mean the last few nerfs were just very ineffective, so hopefully this is the big reset that players have wanted. Except for the players that are playing those those decks that can't be played anymore. All right. So with the new world There's been a huge influx of new cards and the first ones I'm going to talk about are from the it's a new thing it's called the selection box super mini volume one. I think the super part is the new part and they've just released so many selection boxes um, hard to tell what's what but what we have in this box are just three new cards. And like any selection box, they give you a few cracks with it with gems. And otherwise, you get get um, to pay money for it. Now, unfortunately, I missed the chase card. Like, I used my free cracks. I did get a Prismatic Rise of the Storm Monarch. I did get my third Chaos Dragon, Levioneer, But I missed the chase card. And... This box also has a bunch of stuff that works with the characters. So we have Melodious. We have Schuberta, the Melodious Maestra. Uh, we have Soprano, the Melodious Songstress. We have First Movement Solo. So this prevents you from buying Masters of Shadow just for the Melodious archetype. This box also has Super Heavies, Super Heavy Samurai Wagon. Um... Super Heavy, Samurai, Soul Peacemaker, and uh, Soul Piercer, I believe it's called. And this deck has Yosenju. So, Yosenju, comma, one. Um, That's the only one. Okay. <laughs> but these are, like, character skills. Cause, I mean, character cards, because they are with the characters. Uh, Melodious being Zuzu Boyle. Super Heavy being Gong Strong. Yosenju being... Silvio uh, Salatori. This box also comes with, like I said, Chaos Dragon Levineer, a new form, though it's less good without. Thunder Dragon's being good, but it's still a useful card. And um, Typhoon. Typhoon. Typhoon's an interesting card because it, it gets better with Pendulums. So with Pendulums, they're going to control two or more spell traps as Pendulum, because Pendulum scales take up the two-back row. So really, you could just use Typhoon to knock out their Pendulum scale, and their strategy is ruined. So I think Typhoon is one of those cards you have to look out for, and they did include in this box, so it's not really like it was a huge strategy that that, um, Typhoon is here, but it's a card to look out for. We got some new cards, and I think the Chase card is... Archfiend eccentric. It's a light. Fiend pendulum level three. Pendulum scale of seven. Eight hundred attack one thousand defense. Pendulum effect. You can target one other spell or trap on the field, destroy both and this card. Both it and this card. Um and then there's a monster effect. You can tribute this card, target one monster on the field, destroy it. So this is a jack of all trades utility piece. One of the better Pendulum Monsters we get in the early going in this game. A lot of utility. We see cards that have multiple effects, and they basically save card space in the deck. And this is one of them. You can one-for-one a Spell, Trap, or a Monster on the field. Any card, you can one-for-one it. And we have a lot of good one-for-one cards, like Mystical Space Typhoon, for example. Like, there's no other card that does this. But being able to one-for-one one any card that fast. We have um, something like Rageki Break, which can destroy any card. But that costs... That's a two-for-one, because you're paying... I mean, that's like a one-for-two, because you're paying two cards for that cost. This one's just a straight-up one-for-one right away. So... I'm not surprised if we see this card being played by uh, top players who just bought through this this super mini box, selection box, a lot just for Arch Eccentric. So we're going to see this being the new wallet card. I unfortunately did not get my copy. Uh, I even spent $1.99 of my Google Play credit to try to get it and I didn't get another one. So I'll see if I can get another one, if I can get my first one. This card's also a light attribute, so she can be used for chaos strategies like Chaos Dragon Levineer or Chaos Sorcerer, anything like that. So this is a very good card. She's also pendulum scale seven, so it's a high pendulum scale, which is nice for pendulum strategies. She just does so much, and it's a pretty good card. All right, second new card: Ether, the emp- evil empowering dragon, dark. Level 6, Pendulum Scale 4, Dragon Pendulum, 2300 attack, 1600 defense. Pendulum effect, once per turn, you can banish an empowered warrior from your graveyard. Uh, target one card on the field, destroy it. Moxer effect, when this card is normal or special summoned, you can target one moxer on the field, banish it. The pendulum effect currently does not work because we do not have empowered warriors, so whenever those come into the game, we can think about it. Uh, the pendulum scale is a little mediocre at four, so it's not that useful. It's more useful as a monster than a pendulum. The monster effect, normal or special summon, banish a monster. Target banish. Pretty good effect. It's like a monarch effect because you have to. It's better than a monarch effect because you can special summon this guy, and then do that effect. So it depends how easily Ether can be special summoned. It is a target effect, so Archfiend's Call is immune to this any non-targetable card is immune to it banish is nice better than destroying it and sending it to the graveyard i guess but right now this card isn't like a ton useful but what's good about this effect is i think you want this card destroyed because then you can leave it in the extra zone extra deck and then you keep you keep special summoning it and then you could keep banishing stuff on the board right the whole goal is to keep special summoning this card, have it get destroyed, and then keep banishing stuff. That's the whole goal, I think. Now The card that I got a prismatic of is Rise of the Storm Monarch. Wind level 6 Winged Beast. I thought these were all fiends, but it's a Winged Beast. 2400 attack, 1000 defense, as is the case with all Monarchs. If this is tribute summon, target one card on the field, place that to the top of the deck. That's a very good ability. Placing cards to the deck is better than destroying it. Um and some monarch, mediocre stats. But but I've been surprised. Like I've seen some monarchs being played. Like I've seen Kaias the Shadow Monarch get played sometimes. So I wouldn't be surprised if I see his card get played sometimes, but being a wind monster is a little tricky. And a winged beast, but maybe the harpies can do something with this, but I don't think so. Harpies bounce well enough with the cyber slash. So I don't know, but it's it's very flavorful. Wind monsters like sending things back to the deck. That's kind of what they do. And Rise of Storm Storm Monarch is finally in the game. It's probably one of the last monarchs we did not get. Last thing I'm going to talk about is the new structured deck Magician's Arc. And and this is like um not even a structured deck EX. So I think it's supposed to be a straight up starter structured deck and the cards that they give you frankly aren't that good. Um you might have to buy like 3 copies of this to make it be a decent deck, I don't know. Well, I can't say that they're all not good, but some of them are not good. All right. So similar to the Stargazer and Time Gazer magician combo, which we got for free, we've got a similar uh, pendulum team here, and uh, we got one copy of each. First one's Dragon Pit Magician, Water, level seven, scale of eight, Spellcaster Pendulum, normal, nine hundred attack, twenty seven hundred defense. He has a pendulum effect once per turn if you have a magician card in your other zone. Pendulum zone, discard a Pendulum monster, then target a Spell or Trap on the field, destroy it. This works together with the other card, the Dragon Pulse Magician. And you discard a Pendulum, destroy a Spell or Trap. Now if you can double dip, that would be pretty good. I don't know if you can double dip. Um, as a monster, this card is very little value. It's a 2 Tribute, 900 Attack, 2700 Defense. You can cheat it out with Mother Grizzly, I guess. That's a, that's kind of dumb to do that. Alright, Dragon Pulse Magician, level 4, Pendulum Scale of 1, Spellcaster Normal, 1800 Attack, 900 Defense. So on its own, this card has more value being like a 4-star, 1800, that's something. Pendulum Effect once per turn, if you have a Magician card in your other zone. Discard a Pendulum Monster, target 1 Monster in the field, face up Monster in the field, destroy it. So if you have both of these set up in your Pendulum zones, you have scales 1 to 8, which is pretty much as good as it gets. So you can Pendulum Summon any monster 2 to 7. And then again, if, if you could double dip, that would be great. If you can just discard a Pendulum monster, hopefully you can pop a Spell Trap and a face-up uh, monster on the field. I, I doubt you can double dip. Like You're going to have to activate their effects independently and um yeah pretty good control combo here um and again you're probably gonna need three copies of these cards to max out your consistency with pendulum summoning so you know that's a little bit of a obstacle another new card we get is performa pal odd eyes light phoenix level five scale pendulum scale three winged beast pendulum two thousand attack one thousand defense Pendulum effect. When an opponent's monster declares a direct attack while you have a card in your other pendulum zone, you can destroy the other card in your pendulum zone if you do special summon this card. Monster effect. Quick effect. You contribute this target. One perform a pal monster. You control. It gains a thousand attack until the end of the turn. This is like a little hand trap. It kind of reminds me of Bujinji Crane, to be honest with you. And it does a little bit of things... Pendulum effect—you can kind of block a direct attack. So this card kind of absorbs a direct attack. It does have 2,000 attacks. So if it's like a level four monster, you could probably beat it the next turn. So that's kind of decent. And then you could also attribute this card as a quick effect: target one Performer Pal gains 1,000 attack. It's kind of like pushing for a lethal um, combat trick type thing. This is a weird card. I think like it's—it's it's got bad stats. Level five two thousand attack. Um it does have performer pal and odd eyes in the name, so it's compatible. This is a card that like even if it does see play, you only need like one of these because it's an awkward card, but it will save your skin sometimes type card. Like it's not it's not necessary. It's a little extra, but it does a little bit. Like, <laughs> it's hard hard to describe this card. Now, this card's decent, I think. The the last new card in this box, I think, is decent. Performer Pal Slight Hand Magician Light, level 7 Spellcaster, 2500 Attack, 2000 Defense. You can special summon this card from your hand by tributing a Performer Pal Monster, except a Pendulum. Once per turn, you can discard one card, target one face-up card on the field, destroy it. The Performer Pal archetype's pretty big, and this card... Involves tributing a non-pendulum one. So there's a lot of these cards. And you just have to run in your deck. This is a very strong ability I think. It's a discard engine. Discard one. Target face up card. Destroy it. Unfortunately you can't target like set back row. Or anything like that. But um. Nice ability. Being able to do this once per turn. 2500 attack as well. I'm I'm thinking performance pals could be like a new chaos thing. Because they are all like light monsters like a lot of them are light monsters and this is a light monster it's pretty strong um this is like a perfect chaos card like they like discarding stuff to power up chaos dragon love this is like a pretty good card i think sleeper all right so like i said um that's all i'm going to cover this week I have to still go over the box Pendulum Genesis, which is a very interesting box. It has a lot of um, cards covering old archetypes. And also I'm going to talk about the um, characters down the line, character skills, character level cards, um, the rank dual rewards. A lot of things to still talk about in this world. But that will have to wait. Upcoming news... DD Castle, Supreme King, New York card, Supreme King's Castle, which helps out the Evil Hero skill. Mid October, Tour Guide Mission Bingo, New SR card, Fairy King, Albdervich. Mid October, Turbo Duel Grand Prix. Mid October, Duke Devlin to the Gate. Late October, Obtain a New Character. Late October, SR Big Tusk Mammoth. Late October, Tag Duel Tournament. And Late October, uh, SR card, Equip Shot. That is it for a podcast this week. Thanks for listening. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you have a podcast. So like Spotify, even on Roku. Check out the podcast and more at the website the dualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me with anything at the dualassessment at gmail.com. Or you could find me at Twitter at dual underscore assessment. Or my own account at Greenrangersccg. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Dual world. Level up your characters. See you next time.